0: Welcome to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church, Springfield, Tennessee. Listen now as we join our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests as they give biblical insight into your toughest theological questions as we explore the Bible together.
1: Well, welcome to our We Found Another Hour, podcast. Um, Obviously, you heard from the intro that um, our podcast uh, name or titles based on the fact that there's just not enough time to preach on Sunday morning. And uh, well, I always uh, use the terminology, boy, if I had another hour to preach on that. So uh, in a podcast, I guess we found another hour, at least another half hour, and we're going to use that to the best of our ability to Dive into some theological questions, and I'll talk more about where they, those come from, but joining me in the studio in our very first podcast of the year, and honestly, our very first podcast ever. <laughs> We've got Brother Michael Sharon, he's our youth and college minister, I'm sorry. he uh, Brother Michael Sharon, he is our uh, youth pastor here at Grace Baptist. And then as our guest, Somebody to us that is not really a guest, but he's still a guest today officially because he's no longer with us, and that's Brother Drake Nosco. He's our former associate pastor in residence, and uh, he finished his residency here and just recently began this week. He was voted on last month, but began this week his uh, new uh, tenure as senior pastor of Grace Baptist Church uh, Nashville we're Grace Baptist Springfield we have a uh, Greenbrier campus uh, but he is at Grace Baptist Nashville and there's no affiliation with us outside we're all Southern Baptist and uh, well we we share um, in in our devotion to the Word of God and to missions and I could talk I wish I had another hour to talk about Southern Baptist and how we operate. But nevertheless, we're glad that you've joined and tuned in with us in our podcast. Mm-hmm. But since Brother Drake is our guest, uh, I, I, I think we ought to start with, well, how's it going? Down? Well, let's see, you've been there now four days. And are you still employed?
2: I am still I still have a job, and I just preached my first sermon yesterday.
1: <laughs> well, it's a miracle. How did you do? Well, so let's talk about the first church before we dive into this <laughs> oh, theological yeah. question. So this is your first church. What Everybody in the ministry has their first, no matter what position on staff. I mean, everybody's got their first church experience. And uh, well, <laughs> how's it going so far?
2: It's good. The first day, actually, when I preached in view of a call... Uh, I was there before everybody, and then everybody started rolling in. The first lady came up to me, and she fixed my tie.
1: Well, I'm just thankful that you had a tie on, because (laughs) I know uh, y'all can't see Brother Drake, but he actually fits the millennial description. And, uh, you know, the millennial generation is not too savvy on ties, but uh, maybe, maybe he's learned something uh, here at Grace Baptist. But, no, I'm thankful that you did have a tie on. Uh, Are you still wearing ties? I mean, you're four days in. Or are you still wearing some of those? uh, You know, I mean, you got a new job. Did you get a new wardrobe? Yeah,
2: I'm working on that. You always made fun of my pants, so I'm working on new pants. Well,
1: those weren't really pants. We kind of called them skorts. I mean, because they were like kind of. I don't. I don't know. I've seen a lot of them uh, at the private schools, and the girls often wore those. (laughs) But I was just uh, they. They were. You know, a might bit high and. Very, very prepared. If we were talking about Genesis today, uh, which we're going to over the next few weeks, but we could really get in the flood because you are always prepared <laughs> with your wardrobe, Brother Drake. So you um, got to be ready. Uh, <laughs> uh, so seriously, how are things going at Grace Baptist Nashville on Old Hickory Boulevard?
2: Things are going great. I think everybody's excited. I know I'm excited and both scared to death, and because uh, I've heard of a lot of your stories.
1: Well. Uh, everybody has those first churches experience now let me ask you this uh based on some of my first church experience do you have no smoking signs in the sanctuary
2: we don't have those
1: okay well that's good well it sounds like
2: i'm starting off in a good place
1: well they may have taken them down before you got there (laughs) but i remember my first church experience um was it was absolutely incredible but one of the first things that i wanted to do was take the no smoking signs down because it was right beside the cross hanging behind the pulpit and i thought maybe like it might you know be a better witness i i don't know i just call me crazy but i thought that maybe we'd take those no smoking signs down but immediately our chairman of duke uh uh, chairman of deacons a dooner uh was his name and uh he informed i mean he asked me immediately when i inquired about taking the signs down uh was as the new pastor going to let people smoke in the sanctuary? So, nevertheless, we we left those up. I mean, so, so you just
2: started smoking during your sermons, right? Oh uh,
1: well, smoke I mean, breaks, smoke <laughs> breaks. <laughs> yeah, we had to, you know, because I preached a little longer than the last pastor, so there were some that had to take some some breaks. And uh, so, I'm glad we left those <clears> signs <throat> up. It did deter people from smoking during the sermon, but um, no, your, your first church uh, experience is, is great, and uh, those are really where God develops and, and I, I mean gives you the fortitude, and you and those really are the stories and the people that you love forever. I still uh, had the opportunity. I'm still friends many uh, uh, friends with many of the folks. In my first church so it was a great experience but it was unique and we all had those uh unique experiences and uh well we're we're very proud of you but thank you for coming back and being our guest on our podcast yes sir
2: so excited growing growing
1: uh, as brother Michael always says uh, in in our staff and in our staff time that that they we're always growing you know and that I think it's a bit facetious but it's hidden under I, th- I think you know brother Michael has some great hidden innuendos in some of his responses uh, uh, as we navigate the days of Grace Baptist here in Springfield um, well here's what we're going to do today and here's really what this podcast is all about um you, you know every year uh one we're on a systematic program of reading the bible together systematically uh we do that in a year's time and then currently we just began a sermon series entitled exploring the bible and it's based on the lifeway curriculum okay we're southern baptist so we got that straight from the baptist vatican lifeway and, uh, but we're, we're preaching and teaching literally the same thing in Sunday school and the pulpit. And the purpose of that is we're really trying to, to just hone in, uh, in discipling our people and teaching them the Bible. And one of the things that I've always done, really, I, I say always, I've been here 12 years. And uh, Really, over the past eight years, I've tried to offer some sort of Bible study where, as we read the Bible together, that um, our congregation can ask questions. Typically, it's in a format where, uh, you know, a classroom setting where they email some questions and, you know, then I do the best I can at, you know, researching and answering those questions. We just started Genesis, and I do have some questions from Genesis, but I just thought, uh, that it would be, I, I, I don't know. I thought maybe we could begin our podcast coming out of the Christmas holidays. That we would um, uh, go back to and revert back to some questions that I had, some lingering questions, if you will, that I had uh, in the month of December. So, uh, guys, I want y'all to help me tackle these questions. But here, here, here's the question. Okay,
0: and um, so you're listening to We Found Another Hour a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church in Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about our church or any of its affiliates, please go online to www.gbcspringfield.org or simply write to us via email at podcast at gbcspringfield.org. We'd love to hear from you. Let's continue now listening as our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests continue to give biblical insight to your toughest theological questions here's the question I have
1: heard pastor let me go ahead pastor I have heard that December 25th is really not actually Jesus' birthday is this true and then there was some other language. I, do you want me to share the rest of it with you? Sure. Thank you for taking the time to answer the pastor question. I mean, the, the thank you for taking the time to answer the question, pastor. We really appreciate this. And we love you. You're a great pastor. That's my favorite part, by the way. That's my favorite part. So anyway, uh, but and and these folks who ask questions aren't very bright. So I mean, I, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but here here here's the thing. Um, th- this is a great question. I've heard that December 25th is not Jesus's actual birthday. Is this true? You you know here's the reality. Um, oftentimes that. And, and you'll experience it you have experienced this both of you and we will experience this um, throughout our ministry often the times that the, the things that we know about the Bible really are things that were taught and, um, and, and, and whether taught correctly or incorrectly really what, what becomes our theology is what somebody has told us or what somebody has given to us uh, and not really what we have studied on our own or went back, as Paul called uh, the Bereans, for instance. To go, you know, I mean, they they went back and and verified what Paul was preaching and what Paul was saying, and and we're not very good at that. And and this day and time, uh, I let, I mean, how you guys feel about that, Michael? You deal with this a lot, uh, in our young people, and I've said because uh, my one of my uh, children there and your youth group by the way but I tell them you know that By the, as you get older uh, you know when you go to college or as you prepare in life you gotta know what you know because you know it not because somebody's told you what well, I mean first of all I mean what, what y'all stake on that
3: yeah, I think it's a really good point
1: that you should
3: never take what somebody says at face value even if you trust them and so i encourage our students you know if i say something and it strikes you wrong or it seems off key you know research it see see if i'm telling the truth hopefully you know i am we're using the bible to try to tell people how to live and, and how to govern their lives and um, you know one of my favorite studies a um, couple of years ago was phrases that we think are in the Bible that aren't in the Bible and and one of those was well God will never put more on me than I can handle boy I love like that you hear that at <laughs> right? every like, funeral like I feel like a failure every week because I'm like repeating that and then you get to look, and, and and it's not in the Bible and of course God will put more on you can you than you can handle that's the entire point is to to overload us that in, into gone. growing well that's Written, that's
1: written over in second Galatians yeah, chapter 4
3: yeah. So I think it is super important to, to push people to, to really look for themselves personally to, to not just take it at, at your word or my word or, or Brother Drake's word and know before they go so yeah and as far as the question you know is December the 25th Jesus's birthday um, I, I don't think so you know I think we may be a little bit messed up on that but it's what is the day I, I don't know.
2: And I hope but, well, well, I, I just, <laughs> he tells us. But well, I hope he tells us. Well, I'm just going to be
1: honest with you. I mean, I brought y'all on here to answer the question, and here <laughs> the answer is, I don't know. This is not going to be a very good podcast. You know who we should have brought instead of our youth minister? Probably Dr. Parker. No, we probably should have brought Brother Bob, our senior yeah. adult pastor, because like he and Jesus went to high school together. So you know, like, he's going to know exactly year. when it, when he was born. So, uh, But going back to the idea of knowing what you know and why you know uh, Brother what, Drake, what, you expound on that. What I mean, what's your experience?
2: I think something I've seen in, in my short time in ministry is uh, the how there's a, a big, um, there's a lot of people that don't know the Bible in general. So we have biblical illiteracy. And I think uh, what we're doing here at Grace or what you're doing here at Grace while we did, while I was here in this.
1: Um, yeah, you're remember, no longer here.
2: <laughs> you remind me of yeah, that all the yes. time. <laughs> I miss you uh don't tell me I, I don't want you to lie to me
1: i mean it's just like yeah he misses like a hemorrhoid but anyway
2: but in what uh you do with your bible reading plan where you read everything you read the bible through as a church you allow people to ask questions uh that gives people accountability to actually read the bible if you if you launch something that you want the whole church to do and then there's any there's no type of accountability to hold them to that now not everybody's going to do it But if you as the pastor give an avenue to answer any question that you read, uh, that's a great accountability aspect of it, which we're doing on this podcast and also you do in class forms as well. And so I think that helps answer the question, how in the world can we get people in their Bibles? Well, if the pastor's going to answer any question I have, then I'm going to read my Bible. Mm -hmm. So I, I really liked what you do there.
1: Brother Michael, he's kind of sounding like a pastor.
2: <laughs> a little bit.
1: He's still nerdy, but I mean, I, you got to love him. Buddy. Uh, so, you know, I mean, you think about December 25th, and really that leads to the question, and I don't think that we'll be able to answer all the questions in this podcast. Maybe we'll do our second one. It'll be a follow-up, and then we'll move into the book of Genesis because I've already got questions like, where did Cain get his wife? That's a great question. So anyway, I mean, there's more to come. How old is the earth? That's a good one, okay? And there's many different theological viewpoints on that, and um, I'm going to give mine, and, and, you know, of course, I'll mention the others. And as I always say, they always have a right to be wrong. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's it's good. But uh, the reality, is think about December 25th, and... Um, uh, I, we could really shorten the podcast and I mean we could do it just like this and say no, that's not his actual birthday <laughs> and, and we could End be done discussion. yeah I mean we could be done um, but there's a lot more to it than that. I mean really it, it you kind of have to get a more, uh, foundational background of even the gospels to be able to answer the question and you know as i always do this is probably why we had to do a podcast because i can't squeeze it all in on sunday morning because there's just so much information and then like um i just i, I like to circle back i'm going to take long rabbit trails in order to answer a question it drives my wife crazy by the way Uh, she's not listening to the podcast guaranteed and she will not be a guest so um (laughs) i'll
2: encourage her to keep asking
1: yeah no she's not asking i promise uh so but here's the thing when when we look at the gospels as a whole one uh you know matthew mark and luke the synoptic gospels And and really because they tell the same story uh, from different vantage points. But out of all of that, Luke is completely different. I I mean, lots of the same um, stories, uh, lots of the same recordings of Jesus' parables, for instance. And, and, you know, every one of the Gospels uh, tells it from a different viewpoint. But when you think about Luke, how unique Luke is. Because in all reality, even though Matthew and Mark uh have have recordation of what we would know as the Christmas story and the Christmas season. You got the wise men, you know you've got uh the genealogy and that's always fun to preach. If you want to get a crowd up then tell them you're gonna preach on the genealogy of Jesus. I mean they're coming and hanging off the rafters for that. But it's all got recordation. But when you think about Luke uh, in, in and of itself there's something different about it because really this is where we get the, the the Christmas story this is where we have such vivid recordation of his birth and what was happening with the shepherds what was happening you know in the manger and uh, the the no room in the inn and we, so the question lent itself like Matthew and Mark how come how come those books don't have that in it Have y'all ever thought about that? Mm.
2: Those are great questions.
1: Well, I mean, do you? You are a pastor now, so like you're going to have to answer some (laughs) of these questions. Like, why? Why do you think that it's not? He's talking
2: about the Drake. I think it has a lot to do with uh, the audience. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I know Matthew was written to a primary Jewish context, and so there's a reason why the genealogy is in there. Connecting Jesus back to Abraham was really important for Matthew, and so I think it depends on who they're writing to. Kind of like we have to figure out when we're preaching, who who are we preaching to when somebody asks you to come preach? First question really you need to ask is who is it to? Is it to a middle school FCA, is it to a church, so on and so forth. So depending on who's communicating and who they're communicating to, I think that drives a lot of what these authors are doing there listen
1: all those professors in new orleans gonna be proud of that (laughs) answer i didn't understand anything you said but it was great i mean it really was uh no and no you're right and you know when you think about it um those guys uh from those perspectives matthew i mean he he was a part of jesus's ministry i mean he was picked up along the road his life was changed and uh, he experienced this ministry when you think about luke we really don't uh, know much about Luke. We, we know from the context of Scripture that Luke was a physician uh, by profession. Uh, but we we don't even get introduced to Luke until the book of Acts. Um, right. and, and I probably should have been more prepared and looked that up with exactly what chapter. Uh, where those we statements come in. Where where Luke begins to write firsthand in um, uh, Paul's missionary journey but here, here, here's the reality think about Luke he's writing a gospel okay, and he never knew Jesus now he met him experientially and spiritually by placing his faith and trust in the fact that Jesus died for a sin was buried and got up from the dead on the third day <clears throat> Luke believed that and he gave his life to it obviously his life was completely changed I mean whatever Luke was doing at some point in his life, well, I, I don't know how old Luke was. I don't know. I, I'm pretty confident the Bible doesn't give us his age, but it does give us the context of his mystery. He was a physician, and at some point, once he got saved, he moved forward, took all of his time, talent. He was obviously an educated man. Uh, his knowledge, um, and and began to to do research, and, and even with his time, for instance, at, for we don't know how long, but we know for a period of time, he left his practice, and he went with Paul on Paul's missionary journey. And in, in that, he left everything. I mean, literally the context of any time, anywhere, at any cost. Mm-hmm. And when you think about his research and how many lives it's impacted, where, Luke wrote a, a letter. And we we know from Luke chapter one, and I'll just read here, here. here's the whole basis of Luke's ministry as a layman who dropped everything to because it was so important. And listen, this is what this is what the Bible records. Luke chapter one, inasmuch as many has undertaken to compile an account of the things accomplished among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who were from the beginning, not him. Okay, but from those who were from the beginning, who were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. It seemed fitting for me as well, having investigated everything carefully from the beginning, to write it out for you in consecutive order, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the exact truth about the things that you have been taught. This, y'all, from the first four verses of Luke's letter, already helps us to. Combine Luke and Acts is really one book. It's one letter to one person Luke did all of it left his practice left everything so that Theophilus Okay, most excellent uh, probably Well, well, most definitely a Gentile Okay, with the with the terminology most excellent probably a Roman official of some kind so Luke dropped everything Once he got saved, he cared so much about the gospel that he took the time and the years to write out a letter investigating everything from the beginning. I wish I had another hour to talk about that investigation, but you know, where did he get his information from? Where was his investigation from? Where do y'all think?
3: I mean, he says it, you know, he, he's, he's investigating eyewitnesses. And then he tells Theophilus, so that you may have confidence, certainty, the things that you've been taught. Well, what has he been taught? That, that Jesus is God. That's what he's been taught. And that's probably one of my favorite things about the, the book of Luke is, is there's a question that comes up over and over and over again. Who is this? And it's always in reference to Jesus. Who is this? Uh, who, who is this man that can calm the storms? Who is it? Who is the one who can forgive sins? Who is it? And, and Jesus even asks His own disciples this. He says, who do people say that I am? Well, Peter, who do you say that I am? Right. And, and so it's all about answering th- this question, who is this man that, that turned the world upside down? Well, his name's Jesus, and he's Jesus, the one that came to save sinners, Oh, most excellent Theophilus. And I'm going to do my best to prove it through
1: eyewitness accounts. When you think about those eyewitnesses, this is what I believe. Okay, this is what I believe. The greatest eyewitness that would have been in Luke's jurisdiction, if I could call it jurisdiction. Think about this. Who, Brother Drake, did Jesus entrust the care of his mother to? Mm-hmm. Do you remember?
2: Maybe John.
1: John, the beloved disciple. And we know that John, after the after the persecution and the Jews uh, pushed, the Mm -hmm. Christians pushed out. John, we know that he was the pastor of the church at Ephesus. This is about the point in time in um, Paul's missionary journey where he would have been in Asia Minor, and where Luke would have got saved. So think about this. This is probably, I'm going to guesstimate 12 to 15 years after Jesus' ascension, Mary, his mother, would still be alive. And who would be the greatest eyewitness to Jesus and 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 all of these accounts think about what sets luke apart it's the only one that's got the details of his birth Mm. who would be the only person on the planet to know these details not matthew no that's right not mark no mary i mean think about it i believe that the greatest witness that he interviewed was mary the mother of jesus and she gave the vivid account that we have and know as the Christmas story about all that was happening in the first few years of Jesus' life that the other Gospels don't record because they didn't talk to Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredible <laughs> to think about. So, this is, I think the book itself uh, sets apart, and coming out of Christmas, I think it's a perfect topic um, to. to to just reflect back on and even looking at this question. Today, we didn't get to the question about Jesus's birthday. Um, I did say, no, it's not December 25th, and I'll expound on that more in the next podcast. But um, what what an incredible time, and I appreciate you guys, and I appreciate your ministries. And um, uh, Brother Drake, we certainly love and miss you already. And uh, you always got a place here. And I'm, I'm guessing, you know, in the next six to eight months, you'll probably need it. And so <laughs> we're, we're grateful. Uh, you're always welcome here. But we love you and proud of you. And Brother Michael, thank you for the excellent job you're doing in our student ministry. Uh, you're incredible gift from God to Grace Baptist and to Robertson County and our community. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you tune in again. Maybe I'll get to the uh, answer the question, but as you can see, this is why our podcast is entitled, We Found Another Hour. I think we may need to find even another hour. But God bless you. And if you have any questions about how you can be saved, or uh, questions about the gospel and how Jesus can change your life, uh, you can simply listen to the outro and it'll give you information about our church and the contact information. God bless you and we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to We Found Another Hour with your host, Dr. Steve Freeman, a ministry and podcast of Grace Baptist Church of Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about becoming a follower of Christ, we'd love to have that conversation. Please contact us at 615-384-3393. For other questions or information regarding Grace Baptist Church or its affiliates, write to us via email, podcast at gbcspringfield.org. And as always, as we explore the Bible together, if you have a theological question that you'd like answered on our podcast, send the question to podcast at gbcspringfield.org. Thank you for listening, and until next time, may God bless you.